Hi, hello, and welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here today. I have a special guest, which we already had on our first podcast episode interview series, which was Danny Bedoni. So with Danny, so for those of you that maybe you are catching up or you don't remember, Danny is a life coach, a musician, and a businesswoman. And she's a professional experience with committed in helping people achieve their goals. So on this special episode, we're going to be talking about all about how you can use music through healing, through love. And we're going to be talking about so many beautiful things. Uh, plus, she's also having a special event that she's organizing in New York, June 26th at 6 p.m. in Central Park. So he's actually really, really excited. So with further ado, please welcome back Danny Bedoni, my favorite musician. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo, and with more than 15 years being a marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Danny Bedoni, welcome back. I am so excited that you're here. Yes, we did it. <laughs> we did it again and with a very passionate topic that it's all about music and healing and being better. And uh, I don't know, it, it makes my, my heart fuzzy and, and warm and just to think about music. Actually, um, this coming week, I recorded a podcast all about music as well, oh. but how to use mu music to how to, um, as a source of inspiration when creating content. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. You know, I bring topics to my, to, to my area. Which is fantastic. <laughs> of course. Exactly. So I would like to start with you. Like, how has music been recognized as a powerful tool for healing and both in a physical and an emotional sense? Well, if you look about who we are as human beings, that we come from nature. And when you go out and walk around nature, and one of the concerts that we do right now, it's Peace on Earth, the Art of Nature. If you look at that, you go out and you are outside enjoying the sounds that you have. The sounds from the trees, the birds, the animals, the, um, the wind, even the wind has sound. Mm -hmm. And that relaxes you. You can just realize that when you're a little bit um, in coaching, I have clients that say, you know, I'm stressed. How can I de-stress before our coaching session so I'm in a better place? Or how can I de-stress so I can start my day in a better mood? And I always right. say, go outside. Go outside and listen to the music of what the earth offers you, which is a gift, especially this time of year. And then... Mm -hmm. 
you know, we create uh, with our clients a podcast, as you have, but we create um, a podcast of information about how important music is. So they start listening to that. And also with Spotify that you work with, we create a custom made list of music that really heals you. You know, it's a very individual um, process. Some people love jazz. Some people love classical music. Some people love um, opera or arias or some people like uh, meditation music or yoga music, whatever that music resonates with you. It's mm-hmm. where you're going to be elevating your spirit, your soul, your mood, as you will. So music is a powerful agent. If you think about before we even spoke, if you look a lot about civilization, um, women would always cater to the group, not only of their children, but the community's kids. And the men would go out and hunt. This is something very tribal. And there were always music. Musical instruments have existed since we've known, and we know this because of drawings on cages inside, on caves. Um, and you would see, like, in little caves, um, drawings of musical instruments, people dancing. So this is a form of expressing even before we have language. And music, right. if you think about it, is the international language. With mm-hmm. music, you can speak whatever language we have whatever part of the world you're in. And there's always something about music that unites us all. It's a form of communication. And also it's a form, again, of getting you in a better spirit, better mood. So Mm. what better thing to do with music as a healing agent is to discover how the brain works. And if you look at the brain nowadays, we have MRIs um, that can guide us and help us through this journey of how the brain works, which is a very fascinating, of course, topic, because through brain um, reaction, we see what we can have as action and reaction to be a positive way. And our brain, when listening to music, and we can see it through sound waves, continues, our brain has energy that continues about music, how you feel it. And there's exactly. great books about yeah, I've that. Seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing with um, the concerts that we organize. That's what I've been doing with coaching is using music as a healing agent. So that's, that's something really incredible that we can um, share with you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I feel that music, any, any music, has a a sense of belonging in ourselves, you know, like we use to, we listen to music that empowers us. We listen to music that makes us sad or we, when we really want to be sad, we listen to music when we want to say F you, uh, <sighs> we listen to music. Yeah. You know, like we have all these music types and rhythms that we use to, in our daily lives. And it's so powerful because I, for years, I mean, when I was growing up, I was terrible at remembering um, the school things. So I would use actually music to remember the words that I needed to memorize. My mom always said, oh my God, if if they taught you this as as a song, you would be brilliant. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't. So we would come up with songs just to make them rhyme so I would remember them in my brain. There you go. You know, Alzheimer's patients, you know, when when you were talking about this and we work with ADD kids and we work with, you know, all this spectrum. But one of the things that 
we discovered through our research is that Alzheimer's patients that don't remember things, you know, that's what it is because there's a lack of connection of brain. Again, it all goes back to the brain. Have a magic connection when they sing songs when they were children. They remember the lyrics. So it's a very big topic in the medical field of what you just Mm -hmm. said. So how can we do, if this works for Alzheimer's patients, how can we do this that can work for children? So by teaching them how to sing, by teaching them how to listen to music and sitting with them and say, okay, so what is it, something that they have to learn from school and making it a game as music, the children do much better in school. And that's a typical topic that a lot of people say, well, if you're a musician, you're better at math. And I say, yes, yes, because you have the possibility of understanding what counting is. You know, you Mm -hmm. have a way of reading music that you have three, four, 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 for example, and you go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. That makes your brain understand that you have to count one, two, three, one, two, three. So you're activating the mathematical part of the brain. So just by that. It's funny because I never used to, I, you know, I, I used to do ballet, flamenco, jazz and tap and all those things. That's how we met by flamenco. And when, you know, we would do the choreography, they would always make us count. And when I counted, I couldn't dance. I could only listen to the music. So I would like get the steps, but I would follow the music. I could not actually count in my brain. Right. I would go like, shit. You know, like one, two, what? No, no, I can't do it. So I would actually learn to listen to the music and the rhythm of the music and know exactly what would come in that moment because I would make up the images in my head of what I was supposed to be dancing at that moment. There you go. This something you said really is very important. You make an image on your head. How Mm. important is that? That already is brain development. So what happens through this music and this counting is that your brain is opening new pathways. And you just said it. You make up something in your brain that will help you have a roadmap of how to do things. So through that, it's really what coaching is. If you're one place and you want to to go, if you're one place and you want to go to another place, you have something called a roadmap. If you want to learn something and you want to or do a test, you want to have a roadmap of how to study. If you want a specific goal, you need a roadmap to see how you get it. If you're in one place and you want to go to another place geographically, you have a map that will take you there. So what happens with music, what you just said, is that a roadmap starts because you start having the rhythm of, okay, I have a system now, and you had your Mm -hmm. system of counting. And so what you just said, you personally are sharing this. You're having a map of, okay, now I'm understanding this. So it's something so basic that we feel very strongly for. And I, and I say we, because, you know, I, we do a lot of um, conversations and um, therapy with a lot of people that are in the music world that are working with children So um, when I hear their experiences, not just my experience, but their experience of how music is helping the kids, you realize that we always have the same common denominator. Number one, music gives you a system. Number two, 
music gets you in a good mood. Even if you're in a bad mood, even if you're sad and you listen to something sad, because you're connecting through that sadness and you're connecting mm -hmm. through that emotion, mm -hmm. you feel happy. And people go, well, I don't understand. You're saying that I'm sad. I'm listening to a sad song and that's going to make me fat happy. Yes, because you are connecting with your emotion through a powerful energy, which is music. And music is energy. Music makes you feel whatever it is you're feeling. It makes you connect with your heart and your soul. And once you do that, you are already happy. Because when you feel sad and disconnected, is that. Sad is disconnecting. So when you feel happy, it means that you are connecting. So what we're doing is the emotion of sadness, connecting it through music to an emotion of, oh, this is with certitude what I'm feeling because these are the words. Oh, I'm understanding that. That gives you happiness. So listening to music I agree. gets you happy. I agree because I'm all about lyrics and I connect so much with the lyrics of a song besides the rhythm of a song, but I'm all about the lyrics of a song. I mean, obviously, if you're going to say three things and repeat them over and over, I'm not connecting, you know, right? Maybe I'm connecting more with the rhythm, but not so much with the lyrics. But if I'm going for a sad song, I got to connect with that lyric, you know, like I got to feel like, oh, yeah, I feel it, you know, and it's true. I never thought of that, but I feel lighter when I sing those kind of songs. Well, think about what are lyrics. We're, uh, you know, in coaching, we do the art, which is music and lyrics and poetry, the art and science of change, reinvention and success using the transferable skills of music to guide you to your health it could be mental health your wealth the wealth is what you love doing and mm. your love love connection with yourself we talked about that um in our last podcast in the art and podcast, science of yeah. change reinvention and success using the transferable skills through music and um connecting with your health wealth and love so let's talk about what you just said the lyrics we are thinking that lyrics are just words that come through our mindset and we're linking those words with emotions. And so lyrics are the words linked to your emotions in mm -hmm. a poetic way. Poetry mm -hmm. has by itself a mathematical, you know, you can have AAA, BBB, you know, all these mm -hmm. courses on poetry tells you that you have to have a harmonious way of writing. Harmonious yeah. way because it can, um, it could sound alike the last words, or it can have like this emotion of prose. Um, and you have four um, ways of maybe experimenting love in four different ways. You can do love in a poetic sense. You can do love in a musical sense. And so this goes to opera, and this goes to this concert that we're producing, Opera Italianas in the Air. No worry, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> and this is what links to opera and how that relates to poetry, how that relates to emotions, how that relates to sadness, how that relates to happy, and how that relates to humanity. It's 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 a big link, but it's an interesting link. So okay. if you look at what we were talking about, how music makes you feel, you were saying about when you're sad and you're listening to sad songs. 
there's a connection yeah. in the brain. We were talking about exactly. when you're connecting, when you feel sadness and you connect with a sad song, let's just say opera has like these um, sad kind of areas about, you know, this love that is lost or this love that has not been returned or somebody dies, uh, you know, sometimes you have like this drama. So what is opera doing is connecting with your emotion, whatever that is. We're talking about the sadness part, okay? I'm going to relate mm -hmm. how that sadness returns to happiness. And then you have, let's just say, Italian opera that we are um, creating this concept for healing in the communities. So mm -hmm. Italian language has the balance of consonant and vowels. So you have the balance of already mathematics. We're talking about brain development as well. So you have 50% and 50% more or less are consonant and vowels in Italian. That's why they call it cantabile. Again, it's very easy to sing. It's very relaxed to sing. And it's very fun mm -hmm. to sing. Um, and you go like, but these are sad songs, but they're fun to mm -hmm. sing. Mm -hmm. If it's opera or if it's jazz or if it's blues or if, for example, what kind of music do you like, Veronica? Like Let's let's get into the next one because I want to ask you like what are the different genres of styles of music that you can you know like target specific therapeutic outcomes or address specific conditions right so I'm gonna answer the question that you just asked me but I want to get into that one because um, I like everything. That's good. That means I that don't... you have that means that you have in your brain. That's for example when we start doing coaching with music. Like that everything. means that you like a lot of things. That uh, means yeah. that I, you I, are very mm -hmm. rich on your cultural interests. Tell me if that's be, correct I mean, or wrong. I, I, as growing up, I mean, everything around me was classical music and opera from both sides of my family, from my mom and my dad. So, and I loved Oh, obviously, listening to music in, in, in English, of course, but I love music in Italian and in French as a very small child, like eight, nine years old. That was weird. Like, I, I had friends that said, oh, Veronica likes really weird music. Maybe there's a weird side of you. Like that, and I mean, weird is I mean, fun. What is weird? Let's look at the definition of weird. Oh, because they didn't like it. They didn't understand like French or Italian music. That's weird you know? for, okay, so like, that's the I, definition of weird. Yeah, or when I went to study in the States, I loved uh, country music and I was into rock and I was into, like a lot of people don't understand why I like rock. I'm like, I loved rock. I still love, love rock music to this day. I love pop and I love classical. I love everything with a good lyric. So, you know, maybe reggaeton is not my style, but I can dance a little tune, you know, but for 10 minutes. Okay, but you said something really important, that the lyrics are really good. Let's focus on the lyrics really good. Why yeah. do you think the lyrics have to be very good? That's when you say it's art. When something is very good, you call it art. That's what art is. And that's why it stands the test of time. That's why you can listen to the Beatles, because it's art how they wrote their music, and it's art how they wrote their lyrics and so mm -hmm. that is art and it will stand the test of time of generations yeah well you asked me if i like jazz my dad is a jazz lover for example so i grew up listening to jazz i personally 
love jazz singing than to jazz playing is a different kind of mood for me. I connect more with lyrics than to not with lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like for example, when techno music came out, I was like, mm, I don't understand techno music. That means that that side of your, but it's again, that means that side of your Mm -hmm. brain is not connected. If Mm -hmm. you talk to another person about techno music, maybe their brain is wired and connected in that techno area much more or has a certain style. And that's the beauty Mm -hmm. of what you just said, that you like different kinds of music. That means that you have different kinds of connection in your brain, but techno is not Mm -hmm. one of them. No, it's not. It's not. (laughs) How about you? What's your favorite? Obviously, I love opera. So, Well, thank you for asking. And it's very simple. It's whatever is good. Mm. Even if it's reggaeton, maybe there's one reggaeton song that has like Mm. this really good lyric that is written in a way that I really resonate with. And I can tell you, well, you know, of reggaeton, these are the songs that I like. And... I have people that say, I don't like country music. And then we go and say, because what we don't want is exclusion. We want inclusion. We want to include Mm -hmm. everything. Inclusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you include things, you you and your brain evolve. For example, when a baby is included with new kinds of food, their brain and their taste buds go together and then he or she evolves. Same with music. If you say, I don't like reggaeton, but then you just said, well, but there's some tunes that I dance to. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. that reggaeton resonates with you in a certain way. So now if somebody asks you, do you like or not reggaeton, your brain can say yes or no. Now you see how that pathway is opened? It depends on on the rhythm and the lyrics. There you go. You you have a condition, but you're accepting Mm. a new realm. Yeah. So that's the great thing about music. Like, for example, when I was like 12, I loved rap. When rap came out, I was like, oh, my God, how can they do that? You know, like, like, I wish I could talk that fast. I loved it. Well, I like everything. Rap was um, the beginning of making poetry in a very um, out there. This is what there are in every single corner of the world. Um, kind of places that you would say, how did, like, for example, jazz came from Louisiana and then New York, you know, they, they, they have certain origins. Rap maybe mm-hmm. has a much more kind of, um, the hood, Urban. it's the yeah. hood, you know, it's what's happening. It's a poetic thing about violence, what's happening in violence in the hood or what's happening in this love relationship in the hood. So rap has opened up our brain to understand how people in the hood live like. So people say, I don't like rap. And it's like, and we ask, why don't you like rap? Are you, what are you afraid of? Well, they're bad words and violence. And, you know, we connect with them and say, that, that's part of the yeah. world too. That's, exactly. why, that's why music heals. Because that pain, somebody understands what that pain means through a lyric and a song. And so It's th- just a way of expression. Veronica, isn't that what we're all looking for that is what we're all about i know we're expressing Mm -hmm. and connecting 
Talking about brain, one of the people that if you do a survey that would say who is the smartest person, you know, that existed on this earth on on, on chain mathematical things that really opened our mind and everybody would say Einstein. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a 99% question answer, you know, when mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. about somebody like Einstein. What what let's just say it backwards. If you say what do you think of Einstein? How what has he done? You know, the power of relativity. And what, what did he say? Culture. That's where the genius lies. 90% have to be culture of creativity. Yeah. The cultural creativity, your creativity from within, creativity is really important. Because mm-hmm. what you're doing with this program, you're being creative. And you're creating a context of conversations with interview with creative people in their field and your questions are creative so this information goes to the world on a creative way and number two is connecting Hmm. yeah we all need to connect yeah so what are the kind of genres of styles that you would say or or we already spoke about them? The genres of style are, um, depends on my moods. Like sometimes you're in the beach and you want like Caribbean music. Sometimes you are like sad and maybe a Barbara Streisand, you know, the way we were, you know, maybe you're ending a relationship and you go like, or or you're leaving a country or you're, in my, my case, Venezuela, which I adore and I think of every single day, you know, the the beauty of nature and then the beauty of people and the dancing and the connecting. But then mm-hmm. that's the way we were. I used that song of Barbara Streisand that reminds me of something or a reggaeton, as you were saying. So there's certain mm-hmm. things that I get linked through music that remind me of something, or maybe I'm in this kind of fun, jazzy way of the Beatles, you know, or, you know, I just want this really happy oh, song. Uh, mm. Yeah. Or a really happy song by, um, uh, Taylor Swift. I mean, this woman is what yeah. a composer, and she just like did a uh, uh, this world tour. And every little uh, girl that I see, teenager, woman, um, I was in New York City, and they were like, or Chicago is like, we're going to see Taylor Swift. I mean, the energy that that woman does through music, I relate yeah. to her. It's like, oh my yeah. god, if you have the power to influence all these people, that means that you're doing something through music. That's fascinating. You're connecting, you're changing. So to answer your genres of music, it all depends on what I'm feeling. It all depends on what I want to feel also. It all depends on these power and this energy and and how do I want to relate to the world and to myself through this music. So it's a very thrilling subject. Yeah. Well, talk about Tina Turner. Come on, can she? Oh my God. She would like, she did so much. I was like blown away when I first heard her. And then, and then I saw like a, a, like a concert that she did. Oh my God. She wasn't afraid. I was like, lady, you're going to (laughs) fall. She was so, so good. That energy, like, Maybe you didn't even like her, but man, that music is so contagious. Well, <gasps> think, think about Tina Turner. She was abused by her husband horribly. 
This mm-hmm. woman was really abused, if you think about it. And all her songs, all, I cannot say all, her songs empowered people. I felt empowered. Exactly. I felt very yeah. empowered. There's one that, what's love got to do with it? I mean, there's so many songs. I don't know if you have any in particular. So many songs. Oh, so my God. He, like, I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. I coach, one of the kids that I coach has been in New York City, um, in the musical Tina Turner and he yeah. sang there and, and he told uh-huh. me, you know, the, the energy, the power, the love, mm-hmm. everybody in one room loving one woman, which is Tina Turner singing their songs, everybody singing together. And this, you know, it's Broadway. It's a closed dark space with a show lights, the best music interaction about her life. It's like reading her biography but like, whoa, right there. It is mm-hmm. just, you know, it's one of those mediums. So what, what, what do you like about Tina Turner? And why is she so empowering for you? Oh, I mean, her energy was so infectious. It was so, I loved it. Not, I mean, her, even I didn't have to know anything about her or even her experiences to actually connect with the lyrics that she was saying because they were very empowering, but also they were like, you know, like, like the song, like simply the best. She was simply the best point. She was simply the best to me. Um, and of course there's so many others like Beyonce, you know, and all these, all these people that we know, like even, but I want to get into the concert. I want us to talk about right now about, the project, your concert that you're going to be doing right now in Central Park. So for those of you that are listening, that are in New York, this is something that is happening. And I want to have a little disclaimer. I know a lot of people say, oh, I hate opera. Oh, I hate blah, blah. I hate. Listen, open your mind. This is different. This is completely, uh, this has been done for years now this uh, particular concert. Six but years. You, and this music can take you to Italy in your mind. Point. That's it. Without going there. <laughs> That's how I see it, you know? So even if you don't like opera, you love the park, you love the fresh air, you love, you, yeah. you won't hear the birds singing. Oh, yes, you do. Because it's New York sometimes. Oh, Central Park, a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but oh, it's yeah. very hard. It's very hard. It's right it's there because we're right there on the trees. So the singers so are singing, about, the birds are singing. Tell us all about um, the program, what you're doing, how's, for who is it for, all of this because and the dates of course which is very important open italianas in the air it's a concept uh uh created by the founder alvisa castellati who is a conductor italian conductor um and we produced this concert in new york city we produced this concert in uh, washington dc we produced this concert in rome we just had it on may 24th in the uh, villa borghese um, in Rome, Italy. We created in Napoli. We created uh, in Miami. The concept is, I love what you said. You don't have to like one thing or the other. I remember we all love something. 
And mm. the more we know about it or the more we put our emotions to it, that's how you fall in love with opera. As we were saying before, it's emotions. Yeah. Everybody wants to connect with emotions. And, um, and by the way, it's, it's a common trait that with even animals. In a- animals um, communicate with you through love and emotions and you, and you see it. This is like what connects us in our DNA. And so yeah. when you're outside in nature, you know, we're talking about evolution. We're, we're talking about Einstein. We're talking about music, emotions, and the brain. I mean, this is a very fun but very deep podcast that you're doing because we want to feel happiness. We want to feel, as you say, Tina Turner, simply the best. As human beings, we're all craving for that, simply the best at whatever it is you want to do. When you have children, mm-hmm. you said to your children, uh, to having free, healthy kids, you say, my darling, just do whatever you do. Do it with all the love that you have and be simply the best, better than all the rest. Aren't these the lyrics of Tina Turner? These are the lyrics of Tina Turner. This is a woman who changed history. This is a woman who was beaten. And in opera, sometimes you see people who are beaten emotionally, you know, Mm -hmm. and with that art world, (laughs) with the art of the music, the art of the lyrics, the art of what music makes you feel because there's a way a composer writes. And so in this, Opera is in the air, is creating that opera italiana in the air. You know, there's energy particles all over. We just can't see it, Mm -hmm. but they're there. If you are in a chamber and you create it like a cloud-like chamber, and you can go on YouTube, there's like hundreds of things of how to do this. You can see the particles that are in the air. We just can't see it with our eyes, but they're there. So music connects with those particles. Music is part of that harmonious balance. So we, it's a way of grabbing. You can't touch music, but it, people say, but it reaches my soul. How is that? Mm-hmm. It does penetrate mm-hmm. in your soul. It heals you and exactly. it makes you feel better. So music is a healing agent because that's what it does. It heals. One of the things we've realized um, through the El Sistema, we, I talked about Venezuela, which I love. I'm very Venezuelan. I'm very proud to be a Venezuelan. Um, when you see what El Sistema has done in the four plus decades founded by Jose Antonio Abreu is create a program that brings music outdoors from Monday to Saturday, four hours a day, music, concert music through these children that sometimes they would play outside because, you know, it's Venezuela. It could it's beautiful all year round. Why not practice the kids instead of being indoors that were in school? Let's do it outside under a tree. Yeah. So this is a concept where these p- kids, after four hours doing this every day, playing music, let's just say Tchaikovsky or, or playing Mozart or playing something about, you know, about an opera piece. Their soul, they don't speak English, they don't speak Italian, they speak Spanish. Italian. Language, Their yeah. soul is connected to the Italian language. Because mm-hmm. when you play an instrument, you have to sing with an instrument. So let's just say, for example, everybody knows this. They use it a lot in movies. La donna mobile. Ta, 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 ta. You don't even have to know what happens. You can go. Ta, 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 ta. But everybody exactly. that can relate to some kind of opera say, yeah, I've heard that before. I like it. 
And I would tell him, see, you yeah. like opera. He's like, no, I don't like opera. You know, that's not my thing. Even Bugs Bunny did it. Exactly. That's how I got into music, and that's something else. But let's continue. Oh, we can do this all long. I love, by the way, everybody, the audience. I love Veronica Di Porno, okay? This woman just <laughs> is like, she's calling everybody to talk about us, but there should be like a podcast, Veronica Di Porno, you know, tell me about you. Plus, you have the most Italian name, so love it. Love you and very Venezuelan. We both Daddy, are that. So I we're ask going. You okay. So the concert that you're doing this year, it, I, I hear that it's all about peace on earth, the art of nature. Yes. So, right? but let me link that to what this music thing is uh -huh. with Opera Italiana and why is in the air and why is it outside? We link yeah. opera with the outside. And these are free outdoor concerts for everybody to come. It is open to your community, free to everybody who wants. We believe in okay. equity diversity and inclusion. We believe in bringing music to everybody. We believe that opera makes you happy. We believe that everybody loves Italian food, you know, the smell. Um, we believe mm. that if you're outside in a picnic enjoying music, you're going to feel happy, no matter if you came, mm. because you have whatever problem, whatever stress, whatever solution, whatever situation you're living in. Yeah. We have cancer patients who open our concerts with a choir with the national anthem. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a world premiere piece um, that we have from the pre-college of, um, of Juilliard. I saw that here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So by Isaac Thompson, and it's about nature um, and how important that is. So we believe in healing through music. So on June 26th, Mm -hmm. in Central Park at the Nuremberg Bandshell. That's on 5th Avenue and 72nd Street. You just turn mm -hmm. to the right. 5th <laughs> Avenue, 72nd Street. You're going to see the city bike docking there, so you can even go biking, leave the city bike, and just walk in. And you see all these people doing exercise, talking, coming in, and just passing by, sitting down. This incredible music director, Alvise Casalati, Italian who loves what he does with this incredible opera love for what art is with this incredible orchestra from the Metropolitan mm -hmm. Opera musicians from that's already wow that's already wow. wow then you have the El Sistema model side by side which are the professors with their students playing mm -hmm. and okay. uh That's the way the students actually learn from the professor of not just the theory, but they practice the art and science. Right. You have mm -hmm. the science, which is the theory of how to play. And then you have the art of performing, of playing. So this is really great. This is fantastic because you're outside. It's free. Everybody's included. Mm -hmm. Kids can come. I mean, it's not that you can talk, but you know, you can say, oh my God, I love this. Or you can sing. So it's interactive. Mm -hmm. So that's one of yeah. the things that I think is important. So come on June 26th, Central Park, Numberg Benchill, New York City at 7 p.m. It starts at 7 p.m. and it's just one hour. And it's incredible. We have it's just one just hour. Just one hour. Seven to eight. All that effort for just one hour. It's just one hour. And you know why? We want to make it easy. Because if people mm -hmm. go, oh, I know operas are like three hours. No, this is just going to be one hour. That's it. Come in. Come out. You're outside. You're in Central Park. 
You can come with your kid who's two years old, six months, 15 years, and the kid and you at whatever age you are. And you can right. just, there's no excuse. Beautiful afternoon, evening. Well, I was trying to see a little bit of the programming that you were going to be doing. So you have a little Traviata, mm -hmm. Bellini, yes. Mascani, yes. Mozart, yes. Falstaff. So it's, yeah, it's very diverse. And we have Beethoven. Yeah, I was, I, I was getting there. <laughs> Why Beethoven? Why don't you read the title of Beethoven? Because you're going to love it. It's Pastoral, which means pasture. Pastoral. Which means the pasture, which, do you know Beethoven? Again, if you do a survey and you um, say to people, oh yeah, you say to people about Beethoven and the music, you know, people can say, pa 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 pum, pa 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 pum. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yes, that's Beethoven. Yeah. Again, people say, I don't like classical music, but they do like that. So again, they've used it either for a jingle, yeah. for something to promote, yeah. to get suspended into something. So come on, this is music. This is music. And then you're doing the Brindisi and Traviata at the end. Yes. Oh. There you go. See? I love it. <laughs> If people say, I don't like opera, but I do the Brindiamo, it's like, oh, I like that. It's like, see, you do like opera. You know, so yeah, it's like, yeah. put in the scarf, not put in the scarf. It's very easy. I don't like opera. It's like, but you go like this. Oh, that's, that's what opera is. And I just put something here, put some color, carry it along, and you're going to feel happier. Exactly. So the Brindiamo yeah. and... The singers come out of stage, which is in the uh, Numberg band show, um, and they dance around with the public, and they the public can get up and dance. Oh, so, so it's energy. We're talking about constant, constant energy of love, of healing, of community, and of. Do you guys stream it or we, anything like we're, that? Yes, we stream it for the um, for the world to see at that moment, and also we mm -hmm. collaborate with Sloan Catering um, Cancer Research of how through music we can heal people and the we have collaborated with them in a beautiful way of they have a choir that they sing the national anthem in English mm -hmm. and we have a lovely woman who's going to sing the national Italian anthem uh, with the oh, orchestra. Wow. So again, anthems are things that remember what Tina Turner said where we're Linking this, again, see how the brain works? We're linking it to Tina Turner. We're simply the best. What does an anthem mean? You get up and you sing something proud of the country that you're in. You know, even if you're an immigrant, um, you want to sing the national anthem because it's now you're in this new country that's going to be your country and your children's country. So that is linked through that. So imagine these singers singing them from um, Sloan Catering, where we're streaming it, especially to at, but it's streamed to the world. Um, and you have these opera singers who have been trained to sing beautifully. And then you have this orchestra that has been trained to play beautifully. And you have everybody in that park, everybody in that space singing the national anthem, which we've been trained to learn. It's energy. It's love. It's right. healing. And it's just one hour. So there's no excuse. Come June 26th, Central Park at the Nuremberg Band Show, Fifth Avenue, New York City. Everybody knows New York City, Fifth Avenue. So see how the brain works. <laughs> and it's right there on the right. 72nd, very easy number, 72. 
and uh, it's a Nuremberg bench. You just go right ahead, and it's on the right-hand side, and then you see on the left this beautiful space. So what is music organization? If you want your kids to start being more organized, put music to it and make everything fun. That's my number three thing that I always tell to people. Um, one is have, be creative, be the art. That's what, you know, the, this, this world became to be. This universe was a big bang that exploded through this little particle that came here with uh, a pattern, a system that made Earth, and everything on Earth is beautiful. If you start going outside of yourself from your problems and you say, and we're, I'm talking this about Beethoven again, we said Tina Turner suffered and she created all this music. Beethoven had his sufferings and as everybody does in life, and he would always go outside and walk and be inspired by nature and then write. In his saddest mm. moments, he said he would do that also. And he would go outside and enjoy everything and feel the music that the world was giving him. Nature was giving right. them. So this is what this uh, peace on earth means. Peace on earth. If you go outside, there's peace on earth. And people go like, oh, but if you read and you find out what's happening in the news. And I said, you said the word, that's the news. But if you go outside and see the news that the world is giving you, that's why I wanted to do this podcast with you with air um, with light from nature not in an office yeah. I, I want it for you to know that i'm beside a window so mm -hmm. even it's like oh but it's 30 degrees here or it's 100 degrees here i can't be outside it's like okay but be near a window be on light listen to music of whatever you want listen to our streaming if you can't make it to new york city stream it on opera italianas in the air that's our website, www.operaitalianaisintheair.com. Operaitalianaisintheair.com. Everything is going to be in the description. I know, but, 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 I, but I love it because um, there's a friend of mine that says, hate opera, hate classical music, but I love Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> And he loves Pavarotti. I mean, I'm telling you, this guy yeah, just has I was every single thing. Hardcore of fan of Pavarotti, like hardcore. So in Venezuela, Mirella Freni came to do uh, Bel Canto. Mirella Freni from, is from the same town as Pavarotti. And mm. um, I had the pleasure to play in volleyball in my house with Mirella Freni. Uh, Jose Antonio Abreu, Maestro Jose Antonio Abreu, gave uh, an award to Mirella Freni. I was the translator for. Um, for them in Italian, and I'll send you some pictures. And Mirella said, you know the beautiful thing about Pavarotti? They both had the wet, the same wet nurse. That means, you know, when you were born, uh, the boob uh -huh. of this, the same woman gave milk to both yeah. of them. And yeah. she always said, there must have been something magical from that milk, because she's a Met Opera musician. You talk to the Met Opera musicians, and they say, oh, Mirella Freni, the best, simply the best. The best. Better than all the rest. And then you have Pavarotti, mm -hmm. again, simply the best. Better than mm -hmm. all the rest. Mm -hmm. Okay? <laughs> and you have these two things together, this creativity. And if you don't like opera, you don't like classical music, you love Mirella Freni, you love Pavarotti. So, again, everybody likes opera. I can, you know, mm -hmm. in just one sitting with you, it's like, I don't like that. You'll like it. <laughs> Even rap. 
you know, I, I, exactly. it's art. And when, when art is good, when, and that's something Jose Antonio Abreu would always say, we're not just teaching kids music. We're teaching them the best music. And we're bringing the best people in the world to come here and to understand what music mm -hmm. is and to feel yeah. the healing, magical miracle that music is, that no matter where you come from, no matter what corner, no matter your suffering, no matter the lack of money, the lack of intelligence, the lack of um, friends, the lack of self-esteem, the lack of languages, the lack of education, the lack of anything, no matter what the lack, if you put the most beautiful music in the world to these children, to these people, you will make this world a better place, I guarantee. And he delivered his guarantee. Look at what El Sistema is. Now we're going to have yeah. one of the members, Gustavo Dudamel, conduct the New York yeah. Philharmonic. And mm -hmm. I've known Gustavo since he was seven years old. And Gustavo has conducted in Milano, in La Scala. I was their translator. I was there on the tour with the Simon Bolivar. And um, backstage, I hugged Jose Antonio and, and Gustavo. We were doing a Venezuelan production at La Scala with Gustavo, with his orchestra. Now tell me that is not a dream come true. Tell me mm, the yeah. miracle of music, the, mur the miracle of music education, the miracle of yeah. what possibilities is and are, the miracle of what simply the best means through music, through learning. The world is going to be at peace if we bring music to every single place, every single corner. It is so simple, Veronica. We're doing all this production. I'm telling you, I've been producing this for six years now. It is a lot of work, okay? And every time I call our friends from the Met Opera, can you do this? Or the Met, or the New York Philharmonic, Liang Wang and Oboes, Danny, whatever you want, I'm there. And he's there. They all get it. They all get that this right. is the best there is. So come, June yeah. 26th, Opera Italiana is in the air, the magic and healing of music, peace on earth, the art of nature and how it can heal you. Listen, Danny, I have to wrap this up. Thank you for coming. Thank you for giving us so much love and, and your passion about music and coaching. And I hope maybe we can do something maybe next year about something else that we can come up and uh, we can enjoy it. And everybody, our audience can also enjoy it too. I know that this episode, uh, I didn't speak at all about what I do or my business. And I let Danny talk about her and what she does. But if you want to listen to how you can actually take music as an inspiration to your creating content, go to the go to the description. I'm going to leave it just below. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Hope to see you same time, same place next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.